Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we interview intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. I'm Bryce Johnson. Today's podcast includes a throwback interview with one of our early guests. The Unpacking It radio show began in August 2012, and over the years, we've had the privilege of talking with players, coaches, entertainers, authors, and broadcasters, and throughout that time. Technology has improved, sound quality has as well, and and even though some of those early interviews are, are funny for me to listen to, I think they're some of our, our best guests, and, and, and they're still some of my, my favorite stories that we've heard on this show, and so that's why we want to continue to make these available to you and, and wanted to share today's interview with you. So I hope you'll enjoy today's podcast and and check out all of our current and past interviews from over the years. Also, be sure to sign up for the Unpack This email devotional blog on unpackingit.com. But let's jump right in. I hope you enjoy today's guest. It's my privilege to be joined by Clark Kellogg, a CBS college basketball analyst he played college basketball at Ohio State and in the NBA for the Indiana Pacers. He has a wife and three grown children. You can follow him on Twitter, Clark Kellogg CBS. He joins us today to talk basketball, faith, and family. Clark, thanks so much for joining us. How are you? Hey, I'm terrific, Bryce. Great to be with you. Well, man, we're glad to have you. Really honored to, to be able to speak with you today. And before we get to uh, some of the other topics, I, I want to ask you about Christmas and, and your family. Uh, but let's talk basketball. And, and we've already seen a handful of the top-ranked teams go down early in the season. But who are the top teams you're most confident in will be in the mix until the end of the season? Well, I tell you, we've got such a small sample size at this point. But teams that have impressed me as we speak, Michigan State looks like they could certainly be a Final Four team. Mm-hmm. Um, I like what I've seen of Kansas now that they get Czech Diallo in the mix. I think that moves them to a higher level defensively. And with everything else they have, that team looks pretty imposing. I think North Carolina size, depth, point guard play, the emergence of some additional perimeter shooting um, puts them in that group. I like Oklahoma, too. Mm. A lot of people have not seen Oklahoma, but they've got three outstanding seniors that have won and are now hungry to try to take another big step forward. And Buddy Heald is a player of the year candidate in my mind. Mm. Uh, and a team off, off the beaten path at this point that I've been extremely impressed with is Xavier, the Musketeers. Yeah. They have, um, in, a year, in a year where you don't have what I would call elite type teams where you clearly see a team like Wisconsin a year ago, Kentucky a year ago, uh, Duke was in that mix as well. Um, you don't have any team to be of that ilk. And so it becomes a little more wide open as you start trying to project down the road. And I think a team like Xavier with its size and skill and athleticism and depth is a team that could very well um, be in the conversation as we go forward. So those are a handful of teams yeah. that I've kind of highlighted that uh, look like they might have what it takes um, to get to Houston. And then what about from a player's perspective? Who are some of the guys that have already jumped out to you? Well, Denzel Valentine and Buddy Hill. Denzel is playing at Michigan State. He's already had a couple of triple doubles, and clearly he's going to continue to be expected to produce at a high level. 
man, he's capable. He's put the work in. Buddy Hill is an outstanding um, all-around player as well, terrific score, and has become more efficient and proficient, I think, with his mid-range jump shot. Uh, the big kid at Utah I really enjoy watching, um, Jakob Pertl. Mm. Uh, excellent hands, um, runs the floor well, uh, rebounds and blocks shots. Uh, really like what I've seen of him. Uh, Marcus Page, clearly one of the outstanding point guards as he rounds back into shape after being hurt with the broken hand oh, yeah. for the first few games uh, for North Carolina. Uh, the talent at Duke is uh, young, but there is talent there. Brandon Ingram and certainly Grayson Allen, who emerged in last year's Final Four, uh, I think both will have um, outstanding years. George Niang at Iowa State, I think, is one of the more um, capable and complete players. Um, in the college game. Um, so those are some of the guys I don't, you know, again, after yeah. just about a week, uh, a couple of weeks, uh, you'll have some more emerge. But those are some of the guys that, that I've kind of highlighted. And Ben Simmons, I can't forget about oh, yeah. him. He's perhaps the most talented player in the country um, in terms of what he is capable of doing, even though he's a freshman. And he'll be on everybody's um, player of the year list. Absolutely. Already living up to the hype early in the year. We're joined right now by Clark Kellogg here on Unpacking It. And, and you mentioned Duke. And, and I wanted to get your thoughts on, on a player from last year, Jalil Okafor, who, who's now with the Philadelphia 76ers. And, and, and you've spent time working with players in the NBA over the years. And, and he finds himself you know, getting into trouble early in the year off the court, and he's already been suspended. Yeah. Well, what do you make of this whole situation with the Sixers and, and a, you know, a young draft pick coming from the national championship team at Duke? Well, it's unfortunate that he's found himself in this position. Uh, it's a mistake. It's obviously embarrassing, and it's costly mm-hmm. to him, to his family, to the franchise, to Duke, everybody that he's associated with. And my hope and prayer is that he would simply learn from a bad choice and a bad circumstance that he found himself in. Mm. He's got to own it. And the Sixers, I think, have handled it, as far as I know, in the proper manner. There's a cost involved. Uh, There's a penalty for conduct that's not becoming of a professional. Uh, It's hard when it plays out on such a public stage, Mm. but that's the lot that pro athletes have chosen. It's not just about realizing your dream and playing the game that you've been gifted to play. It's about handling yourself as a pro in every aspect of your life. And when you step outside of that, um, there are some real significant consequences to play. Uh, the fact that he's young, Yep. I don't know Jalil and Coach K obviously vouches for him as a young man and his character. So my, um, my default mode is that this is an aberration. Mm. This was something that was a one-time deal, and I hope that that proves to be the case. Um, and that he'll learn and grow from it and be better for it uh, as he deals with the, uh, you know, with the um, ramifications of, uh, of a poor choice. Absolutely. And that transition from being on the top team to the worst team in the NBA, that's a tough one, too. So you throw that into the mix and uh, definitely a, an interesting start for, for his NBA career. We're joined right now by Clark Kellogg from CBS College Basketball Analyst. And, and Clark, I was, I was reading some of your tweets on, on Twitter, and people can follow you, Clark Kellogg, CBS. And, and you, you wrote one about Christmas. And so I wanted to ask you about it. You said, thoughts for Christmas presents for loved ones, if so inclined, something they need, an item they want, something to wear, and something to read. I, I'd love uh-huh. to hear just your, your heart behind that and, and why you tweeted that out. Actually, um, my wife mentioned it as we were having lunch, and I said, man, that's a neat way to approach how you might 
give gifts yeah. because it encompasses a number of things you might want to give to somebody else, something they need, whether that be uh, whatever it would be. It's self-explanatory, something that somebody needs, uh, something to wear. A lot of times clothes are not only nice to have, but they're necessary. Um, something you want. It's okay to sometimes have your wants fulfilled. And then obviously something to read. I don't know if there's any greater gift that I've received above a book. Mm. I mean, it's one of the great gifts that I've cherished when I've received them. Uh, wow. Books from friends or family. And I've often tried to pass that gift forward because um, it's an investment um, in the life of another person because what we read oftentimes shapes what we think, what we do, and who we become. And uh, anytime you can provide a good book, uh, it can make a difference in a person's life. I know it has in mind, and that was uh, it just and it was a nice and it was actually t- part of the reason for tweeting it the way I did too was that uh, it had a little bit of the Dr. Seuss rhyme and rhythm to that's it. right uh, yeah 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 so that was kind of cool yeah, yeah that was kind of cool yeah no i i love it and and in speaking about the the books when you look back at this year what were some of the books that you read or that maybe had a big impact on you this this year well i'm daily in the bible as a christian a follower of christ um, since 1986 the word of god living mm. and active is a huge part of my regular reading and yeah. typically on a daily basis i'm digesting um some level of scripture, a portion of, of God's word. Um, in terms of a book, I read a small little pamphlet that somebody gave me, mm. um, um, Practicing the Presence of God, um, by Brother Lawrence, a French monk who lived in the 1600s and wow. talks um, quite plainly and practically about what it means to enjoy God's um, presence. Uh, that was one that I, that I read, and, and actually it's so short, it's about pages or so, that I've actually read it twice. Oh, nice. And probably will read it again um, before uh, before year end. Uh, and I'm actually reading, too. Uh, currently, I haven't finished it yet, but the new Jim Crow, a professor here at Ohio State, Michelle Alexander, um, wrote a book about the um, scourge of incarceration on mm. our society, particularly as it relates to, to African-American men and what that's done systemically to us as a nation, but also to the African-American community, the systemic injustice of uh, some of the incarceration that's taken place over the last um, 30, 40 years. Um, so I'm about a third of the way through that one. Oh, man, that, oh, that's excellent. And, and what about any books that maybe you're, you're giving uh, this Christmas? Any that jump well, out to you? The ones, actually, I've got a handful of the, um, um, of the um, Practicing the Presence of God that I'll pass out yeah. um, as, as God leads. And then my wife and I, um, at her leading, wanted to give our children, all three of our adult children and our son-in-law, uh, monogrammed um, Bibles Great. for them, study Bibles for them to have, uh, hopefully for a lifetime that they'll they'll use effectively and then pass on to to their kids and and, and grandkids. I would I would hope. Wow, that's special. Clark Kellogg is our guest today on Unpacking It. He's a CBS college basketball analyst. And in and, and, and mentioning that you, you get in the Word almost every day and, and study Scripture, what, what, what have you been studying most recently? What, what's really been placed on your heart uh, in, in, in recent times? Well, my wife got a book that is written by um, Jerry Jenkins 
and it, or Tim LaHaye, I think it's Tim LaHaye and Jerry, but it's a study Bible. Um, it's how to study the Bible for yourself. Mm. And I've basically been following that reading schedule uh, for about the last six months now, where it takes you through the New Testament a couple of times, and ultimately over a three-year period, um, you'll have read um, the entire Bible with the New Testament perhaps being read two or three times. Um, so I'm in the process now of working back through um, the Gospels. Um, I just finished up the Gospel of Mark, and I'll be in the Gospel of Luke when I um, pick up my reading tomorrow. And it systematically takes you through uh, how to read and study uh, the Word of God over a three-year period. And so that's what I've been reading. And then I'm involved in a couple of Bible studies, uh, one that meets um, bi-weekly with some um, local executives, uh, leaders of companies here in the Columbus community. Mm. Uh, and we've been reading through... Um, Philippians, looking at Philippians, yeah. That's one of my favorites. Clark Kellogg joining us here on Unpacking It. And, and you mentioned your, your wife and, and, and three children. What, what is family life like for the Kelloggs during this stage of, of your life? Well, it's interesting. Our, our children are all adults. Our son, our youngest, will be 24 a week from now as we speak. And our daughter is married, and she's 28. And our son-in-law is 27, and then our uh, middle child and oldest boy is, is 26. So they're they're navigating their adult lives. Uh, our youngest is playing professional basketball in Poland. Wow. And so we won't have a chance to see him other than by FaceTime for the next few months. Ah. Uh, then our other two are here in Columbus, um, living life, working, and uh, moving forward in their walks of faith and in their adult lives. And uh, we get to see them. Um, fairly often and so life is um, this season is um it's it's interesting it's blessed but it's a different rhythm and a different dynamic um, parenting never ends uh, the dynamics of it change so we're um, seeking God's direction on how to to one be an example for them my wife and I mm. and then also how we can encourage and pray for them and help them with what God has for them going forward and then we're doing the same um, you know, in our own lives and, and in our community, how might we be um, used of God to to impact others and to reflect Him where He's placed us? Wow! No, that that's awesome. Well, I want to ask you about just your your involvement in the community in a moment. But you, you mentioned your son playing in in Poland. What has that experience been like for him, and, and even for you, uh, being maybe far from him? Have you been able to to watch it all, or what? What's that been like? Well, you know, we only can track the games by um, live stats, so yeah. we don't get to actually see them. There's some video clips that we can pick up on the website. And it's been interesting to watch him pursue his dream of wanting to play pro ball and wanting to play as long as he can. That You know, there's, there's struggles and adversity that comes with that, being out of the country, being in a foreign land, uh, having a team that's been – struggling so far in their season, mm. uh, yet he seems to be firmly grounded, um, continuing to grow in his face. So we're proud of him and excited for him for what um, he's pursuing and, and what he'll learn and become through it. Uh, as a guy who played in the NBA way back in the 80s, mm. uh, I certainly understand the grind and the challenge of, of being a pro player. And it's just not easy. It's not easy. It's not as easy as the glamour would indicate it is. And so I'm um, happy to see him kind of working his way through it for himself. And where I can be helpful, I'm always willing to. Uh, but it's kind of neat to see him and his sister and his brother kind of figure out their own path 
and uh, run their own race. And I'm um, extremely well, my, my wife and I both are really extremely proud of uh, all of them for where they are and, and who they are. Oh, that's great to hear. Clark Kellogg joining us here on Unpacking It. And, and I know that bas- basketball has always been a, a big part of your life. And, and you mentioned just being uh, involved in the community. What, what are some of your passions outside of, of basketball and just some of the other maybe activities that you like to be a part of in, in your everyday life? Well, anything that ties um, or ties back to people being transformed mm. in the image of God, coming to know Christ, um, is something that I'm always involved in, either directly or indirectly, and usually through the platform of sports. <clears throat> athletes in Action is a Christian sports ministry. The FCA, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, are both um, sports ministries that my wife and I have supported on multiple levels. Yeah, um, Using the platform of sports to bring people into the saving knowledge of uh, faith in Christ. Mm. Um, so we are involved in that. Big brothers, big sisters, when you talk about education and mentoring, um, those are areas that, that we've tried to support, um, either with our presence or resources, um, giving kids an opportunity to be their best. And sometimes it requires having adult friends and companionship with adults that care about them. So big brothers, big sisters, uh, anything around education, empowering um, people through education, um, particularly underserved communities. Um, and we have plenty of those across the country and around the world. So uh, anytime we can lend our support to uh, efforts that are about um, transforming lives uh, through faith, um, changing lives through education, and uh, positively influencing the lives of young people uh, through mentorship, those are, those are some of the things that we, uh, we try to give ourselves to. Oh, absolutely. Clark Kellogg here on Unpacking It. And, and Clark, as we wrap things up, it's been a privilege talking with you. Uh, with, with Christmas right around the corner, what, what do you look forward to the, the most? Is, is there a, a, a tradition that you enjoy the most? And, and what, what are some of your thoughts just about Christmas around the corner? Well, from a tradition standpoint, our family has always enjoyed going to church on Christmas Eve to celebrate the birth of Christ, the, the uh, resurrection of Christ mm. after his death that provides the way for our skin sins to be forgiven and for us to, to, to know God on a personal level and to have right standing in relationship with them. So we enjoy gathering with the uh, corporate community of believers here at our local congregation. And then we typically, as a family, will um, have dinner together, whether it's going out for a meal or something that my wife might cook. And then we'll spend the evening maybe attending a movie or, or a special event. Uh, but typically Christmas Eve is the time that we set aside to, to be together as a family and to celebrate Christ's birth and his goodness and being together with each other. Uh, Christmas Day itself uh, is always special, but typically it's a little more uh, relaxed mm. and low-key. Christmas Eve is typically our uh, family tradition. Wow. Well, that, that sounds excellent and, and love your, your heart and, and appreciate uh, you sharing that with us today and, and hope you have a wonderful Christmas with your family and enjoy the college basketball season. We'll be watching and listening to you and uh, hopefully we can catch up again soon. Well, Bryce, a pleasure, man. Great to be with you and uh, Merry Christmas to you. And as you see me talking about college hoops, um, those that are listening, I'd certainly appreciate you extending prayers my way for my family and I as we seek to uh, reflect resemble and represent jesus christ 
Amen. What a great way to end. He's Clark Kellogg joining us here on Unpacking It. You see him all the time on CBS College Basketball Coverage, and you can follow him on Twitter, Clark Kellogg CBS. I hope you enjoyed this classic interview here on the Unpacking It podcast and encourage you to check out some of our recent interviews as well as all the classic interviews that we have available to you on unpackingit.com or in iTunes. Just search Unpacking It. And wherever you uh, listen to the podcast, I I hope you'll be willing to leave uh, a comment and and a review and, and offer some feedback. That especially helps in iTunes. And if you ever want to uh, offer up some some thoughts. Uh, you can email me personally, Bryce, B-R-Y-C-E, at unpackingit.com. Also, be sure to check out our weekday email devotional blog. You can sign up for free on unpackingit.com. And if you feel led to support Unpacking It Ministries financially, we would greatly appreciate your monthly support. Even as little as $5 a month would just be a, a huge blessing to our ministry so that we can continue to encourage, challenge, and inspire sports fans to follow Jesus and become more like him. Thanks for all of your support. Thanks for listening today. And we'll talk to you next time on the Unpacking It podcast.